Hey fellow Stock Guardians, happy Thursday, July 29th, 2021. I'm Hora, a Stock Car CEO, reporting to you from a greener stock market. I looked at the market indices that reached new highs considering the 6.5% growth in GDP and celebrated Robinhood's IPO, TKRHOOD. I dug into its S1 document to find the good, the bad, and the ugly about Robinhood's situation in the market. Let's get to it. The market indices ended the day in the green. A report by the Department of Commerce was released today showing a 6.5% increase in the GDP, which is lower than expected. This could be a sign of struggles with inventory and supply chains, or just a slight pullback in growth. Regardless of the reason, investors seem to remain optimistic and brought the indices to record highs, despite some volatility during the day. Today, I want to talk about Robinhood's IPO and research its S1 document. But before that, let me thank you for being a Stock Guardian. You watching, reading, and listening to the Daily Roll episodes and using a Stock Card platform in your research are the highlights of our company's success. Thank you for being a Stock Guardian. If you aren't a Stock Guardian yet, I'd like to invite you to try it now. First, hit the like button, subscribe to the show, and then create a free account on StockCard.io. Thank you for becoming a new Stock Guardian. Before Robinhood's IPO analysis, I'd like to pause a second and celebrate the company's initial public offering. Robinhood's IPO is, in a sense, a celebration of the entire individual investors community. My fellow stock guardians and even other individual investors that haven't found a stock card yet, it's a big day for you all. Today, Robinhood went public. There is so much controversy around Robinhood and retail investing these days that it casts a shadow on the significance of this event. Robinhood's IPO is a huge milestone for all of us who believe in owning our financial destiny. We are passionate about investing. We like the thrill of discovering new investment ideas, and we embrace the responsibility that comes with managing our money. I even dare to say we enjoy it. Today, we tip our hats to the Robinhood team and its 22 million plus users. Folks, congratulations from all of us at Stockard. Now, celebrations aside, it's time to take a look at the stock and find the good, the bad, and the ugly. First up, the good stuff. Robinhood's branding is a large part of its success. It's one of the more prominent fintech companies widely known for its accessibility and ease of use for retail investors. The name Robinhood is practically synonymous with retail investing, and that's a valuable asset. Robinhood's zero-fees model and easy-to-use design have led to a highly engaging product in terms of user engagement. It has more than 17 million monthly active users, and more than 80% are acquired, either organically or through user referrals. The company has grown its revenue 245% year-over-year in 2020, and even greater 309% year-over-year by this March. The company uses rebates from other financial institutions, premium subscriptions, and its own investments to generate revenue. 
It's a rapidly growing startup. Overall, Robinhood clearly understands how to benefit from trends and retain customers. The bad stuff. Pessimism is Robinhood's greatest enemy. As soon as the market opened, share prices dropped. Although it almost broke even around 1 p.m. in the afternoon, it was dragged further down into the red during the session. By closing time, the price had fallen to $34.82. It seems investors are not as excited about Robinhood. The volatility of Hood stock is worth understanding. The company kept about 20 to 35% of its shares for sales to retail investors, which I might add is quite on brand. However, this is higher than most companies, which according to CNBC, tend to keep more of their stocks invested with institutions like hedge funds. This allows more volatility, which investors should be aware of. Also profit-wise, the company is not quite there yet and may not get there anytime soon. According to Robinhood's S1 document, it incurred operating losses each year since its inception in 2013 through 2019, including net losses of 6.1 million, 57.5 million, and 106.6 million for fiscal 2017, 2018, and 2019, respectively. Now on to the ugly stuff. The sustainability of revenue is a concern of mine. What bothers me about Robinhood's revenue is its reliance on options trading revenue, Dogecoin trading revenue, and general hype. If you look at the distribution of revenue on its S1 document, the majority of revenue in 2020 comes from options trading, and similarly, more than half are coming from the 2020 users alone. Coincidentally, the trading of options has also caused one of the company's biggest missteps. At the end of June, Finra fined Robinhood a record $70 million for customer losses during the outage, like during the GameStop's GME's squeeze, misleading customers, and for approving options trading for customers the company knew should not be trading options. Overall, there is a lot of backlash against the so-called order flow revenue model, and it may not be sustainable due to regulatory concerns. If that wasn't enough, the CEO of Robinhood is currently under FINRA investigation as well for not being registered with FINRA. This is showing the company in a bad light at a time where it needs good publicity the most. But it seems the CEO Vlad will not be found in violation since he does not directly oversee the brokerage side, only the parent company. This may mean the company has to find a FINRA registered CEO so the two co-founders can step further back from brokerage operations. Can Robinhood maintain the revenue growth? That is the question I'm pondering as I consider investing in the IPO. For now, I think I'll stay away of the fray. Good brands and well-managed companies stay for a long, long time, and there will be plenty of opportunities to invest. I won't rush in and let Robinhood hash out some of the ugly regulations and revenue challenges it's currently facing. IPO days are some of my favorites. It's exciting to watch a company enter the world of public trading. 
want to find all the latest IPOs in one spot, type in 2021 IPO in the search bar and click on the 2021 IPO collection to get a list of all the companies that went public this year. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Okay, let's wrap up by stopping by Paul Essence portfolio. You can find this portfolio on Starcard's stock picks page. Paul and his Freedom portfolio are the featured investor and partner of the week. He is one of the best long-term investors I like to follow on Starcard. He and I had a chat about his investment strategy earlier this week. I'll leave a link to that conversation in the show notes too. Drop by Paul's Freedom Portfolio and follow him to get notified of his buys and sells. That's it for today. If you haven't already done so, please give a stock card a try. Research as many stocks and ETFs as you want and consider following a few successful investors by visiting the Stock Picks page on the Stock Card platform. Don't forget to sign up for a 14-day free trial with promo code RollWithRCO, all lowercase and in one word. Like, subscribe, and share these Daily Market Recap Report episodes with your friends and fellow investors. Come back tomorrow for another episode. I'll see you then.